Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Overflow, the podcast. Are you filling everyone's cup meanwhile your energy and inspiration is drained? I believe when you move from overdrive to overflow, you have a supply of energy for people around you and all the demands of life so that you can tackle them with ease. Overflow is an experience of being in the zone with all your attention, so much so you momentarily forget everything else. This show is your weekly guide. Let's build a plan for making time for pure enjoyment or being fully absorbed in the complexity of your work or studies because this ambition will fill you up because you're not here to be average, you're here to be awesome. I'm Kimberly Snyder, motivational speaker, student of positive psychology, advocate and champion of people. I'm your cheerleader and your biggest fan. So fill up your cup, savor the moment as we chat and nourish the mind, body and soul so we can respond to life's challenges and find your overflow. Here we go. Listen, welcome back, Brienne. Thank you for joining us again on The Overflow. I'm your host, Kimberly Snyder, and we are hosting Brienne Liguori, my uh, mentor coach, the co-founder of Leader Coach Intensive, and she's a writer, author with a new book, TGI Today, which I was hoping you would come and help us launch. I would say, Brienne, you totally lead from the heart. You do have this um, vision to gosh, I could get emotional. You have this vision to um, really make an impact on the world, on our mindset, on our perspective, on our future possibilities. You have this relentless pursuit of us, helping us find our purpose, follow our bliss, and moreover, choosing joy. So thank you for, you're also a mom of 10-year-old twins, which you're doing all this (laughs) and 10-year-old twins. So welcome. Thank you so much, Kimberly. I did get a chance to um, be on the early book release um, committee. And so I've had a chance to read through this book. It's absolutely beautiful, Brienne. I, I found the book. First of all, it is actually stunningly beautiful. The artwork throughout it, I think, inspires me um, and just encourages me to turn the page. As well as it's not just a book to give me the words. It's it's a guide. It's a thoughtful, like the curious questions time and time again, caused me to read and pause. And I had a pen in my hand the whole time wondering. Um, So it really is more than just a book that you read. It felt like a guide to, to take me on this thoughtful, like unjudging, like it was not judgmental. It was just, these are the questions. And it really guided me through your TGI today. It was wonderful. Thank you so much. It's been a three and a half year journey. So I'm so grateful and, um, you know, blessed to have your kind words. <laughs> it, it was absolutely stunning. Did you do the artwork? I did not actually. I no. hired a graphic designer. So that's definitely not something I'm gifted in. It's my vision. And then it, it's working with a graphic designer to really bring that forward in terms of the illustrations that are in there. Uh, it was a magical journey. It was a lot of fun. It, it's changed my life. It, it is changing lives. I said to you uh, before the recording, I can't wait to get the actual book because I had my journal next to me 
taking notes, answering the questions, reflecting. It took me a long time to read the book, but I was quite, I was quite happy about that, that I, I took the time to pause and reflect. It was like, it was like a journal. Yeah. So that's sort of the intention behind it is that, you know, as working women, busy women, we've got a lot on our plates. And what I found over the years is that as much as I love a traditional self-help book, there is a stack of them sitting on my bedside table. Um, and because my limited time, I don't have hours to spend on reading a book cover to cover. So claiming your TGI today was really built with that intention to help us busy women change our life in small, manageable, bite-sized chunks, right? So that is why I designed it that way. So it's an experience for you that you can go through at your own pace as you're ready. That's exactly right. And really, I love the TGI today. You say in your book, so we are, I think it shows up in different ways, but we're struggling to be present. And so it's been a pandemic. There's a lot going on in the world. Um, And so we're either stuck in the past or we're fearful for the future. We're wishing our time away, feeling as if we're on this constant treadmill because we're trying to balance being a leader or being present in our lives or being a mom or being a whatever it is, uh, wondering what else there is, especially, you know, during these days, feeling unfulfilled and then and or, you know, rushing to get everything done and then really feeling guilty that I haven't really had time for myself. There's a lot of pressure um, and really wondering what is a measure of success really for me, for me, for you, for each of us, rather than what society has impressed on us. So those are all the, the struggles and how we, I guess that's why we're wishing TGIF. I wish it was yeah. Friday. <clears throat> For sure. Right. And I mean, how often do we hear that phrase TGIF every single week? We say it ourselves. We hear other people say it. Um, There's nothing wrong with love and Fridays. Honestly, like who doesn't? I know I do. Like the week is busy. We're ready to spend time with family. Um, But the issue actually happens when it's not just Fridays. Right. So when we start wishing for the next thing to bring us happiness, the next job title, the next house, the next relationship, the next vacation. I even hear people saying, I can't wait till retirement, only 10 more years to go. So when we're saying these kind of things, we're living in this TGIF mentality. We actually are never able to, to grasp joy because when we get to that next thing, guess what? Our eyes get set on the next thing. So joy is a constantly moving target. So with my book, I really was focusing on how do we find joy today instead of waiting for tomorrow? Because I know it is something that so many of us struggle with. Amen. Amen. I think, and so your formula as we go through the book was really around different elements. And so there are four. Yeah, there's four elements. Absolutely. So as I've been coaching many women over the years, um, I've started to pay attention to themes in terms of what actually brings people true happiness. And that's sort of how the TGI Today formula was born. So TGI Today equals purpose plus uh, plus people plus pace. And it sits on a foundation of power of choice. So if something in our purpose, our people or our pace is not making us happy, or bringing us joy, 
we have the power of choice to change that because we ultimately are the deciders of our life and our happiness. So the, the formula in the book really guides you through a journey of understanding what is your truth in each of those areas? What is your truth in terms of your life's purpose? What is your truth in terms of who you want to surround yourself with and the people that are going to lift you up? And what is your truth about the pace in which you live your life? Because everybody's is going to be different. And then we take a look at power of choice. So we encourage you to make a different choice if something is not lining up for you. That, that's, that's so beautiful. I was thinking about just a couple of um, podcast episodes ago, Charlene was on and Charlene was talking about her, her sense of purpose, the people around her. And she was talking about how others had this sense of what success looked like for her. And so she had kind of bought into that and then it started to feel uncomfortable. And I think she had to take time to reflect and wonder what was the pace? So she was a, a city <laughs> in a career. Uh, and so similar to you, right? So you were in, and you even describe it sometimes as a blissful, um, that you, you loved your corporate job. But I think yeah. at some point you're wondering, okay, is this my purpose? Is this really the vision I have for my life? Yeah. So I worked in the corporate world for the last 18 years. I loved it. I learned so much. Um, for me, kind of that pivotal moment was when I was um, sitting on the beach in Costa Rica in 2018 with my family. Um, and I started asking myself the question, is this all there is to life? I started like my life started flashing before my eyes. And I, I started realizing I had everything I needed. Like I had an amazing career, like so much opportunity at my fingertips. I had a great family. I had access to vacations anytime I wanted them. Everything on the outside that I needed. And I think that was the key that I realized. It was everything on the outside. Um, and I started to feel guilty, right? Like, and I think a lot of us women do. Like, why do I feel discontent when I have everything? Right. Everything. Um, and it took me several years to really realize what it was. What is that kind of key thing that's feeling off for me? And it was exactly that the definition of success, the definition of success that the world imposes on us is all around collecting things. It's around status. It's around your title. It's around what people think of you, what you have. And that is what I was really struggling with. I had all of those things. But yet still saying to myself, is this all there is to life? So it took me a while to realize that I needed to shift the way I looked at success. I needed to shift it to finding things internal to myself, to simply being happy, to knowing who the heck I was, what the heck I wanted, and to start making choices to follow that rather than following the path that has been set out for us by society. And once I found that, honestly, like that is why I'm so happy. My life is still busy. It is every minute of my day is planned, but I am living according to what is right for me and who I am. And that is the fundamental difference on how I've shifted. And really the foundation that the book is, is written on. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. And I know, and your next potentially is a course to follow, to guide us that we could actually join. Cause I think the book is a great start, but I can imagine like being in a room full of other women, other individuals, like coming together and 
challenging yeah. each other to reflect and what do we really love and yeah it's it's really amazing that how much this work resonates with people like all over the world and as soon as I started putting my messages out there I started getting requests to come into corporations actually and work with teams and work with people and individuals because as a collective through the pandemic it's really forced us to look at things differently like we're all questioning our own happiness even at an organizational and team level people are questioning and wanting to ensure that their people are happy Um, think of how many people have left their jobs in the great resignation over the past couple of years. It's true. The big root of that is because people are not happy and they're wanting to connect to their happiness. So bringing this kind of work into an organization has really shifted a lot of people because putting us as a human being first has never happened in the history of the workforce, right? We're finally getting there. Isn't that crazy that we would put a human being's happiness first and then trust that everything else will work out. The work will get done when the person is happy. Well, my, my soapbox, <laughs> it's true. My soapbox lately, um, when we talked to Jen Moss about the burnout epidemic on the, on the podcast, she had this example of this dusty ping pong table in, in offices these days, because many of us are, are working from home. And so the ping pong table is actually quite dusty. And I've been challenging leaders, asking them, what is her or his, what are their ping pong table like what's important to them so before yeah we had a ping pong table in the office but today maybe it's a mom who says I I need you know flexibility between three and three thirty to go and walk my kids home from school and that's not giving everybody three to three thirty because the next person is saying actually I'd like to do a course I'd like to invest in taking a course and so to them doing a course that's their ping pong table um, flexibility to be with their kids, you know, from, from three to three thirty. that's her ping pong table. And so, yeah, like what's going on in our background, our background seems to be so yeah. calm, but what's your ping pong table? What do you need? That's going to make a difference in, in your life right now. And so, yeah, right now yeah. I need a little bit of grace here, or I need, um, you know, some extra funds for a course or what's really important to you. And, and what a concept it's not one size or one ping pong table fits all like, yeah, isn't it beautiful. Right. And yet so simple that it's crazy. We've never thought about this. How do we truly meet a person's needs as a human being? It, it's as crazy to me that we've never thought of it. It was always the work first, the work first, the work first, the people second, where now we've really shifted that and put the people first and trusted that everything else will work. And it's such a beautiful shift that needed to happen still a lot of work to be done, still, but we're yes. getting there. <laughs> it's true. It's true. There are so many guides in the, um, in the book. I really think it's a, I really feel like it's non-judgmental. Like it, I felt like the questions were um, sincere and it didn't really matter what bubbled up. I, I really felt like you were, the book was genuinely asking me, genuinely causing me to pause and reflect. I love this concept of breadcrumbs. Um, and really kind of awakening me to some things I might not have thought of in the, in the treadmill of it all in the flurry in the, uh, in, in the midst of the pandemic, there's different, um, guides and kind of like quizzes and journaling exercises. I really like the building, building your compass and covering your purpose. I really like the guiding light moments, um, and the questions, right? What's missing, Um, What advice would a mentor have for me? 
What could I, um, who could I lean on for support? What new aligned choices? There's so many questions. I have them all, but this is the, <laughs> this is the one I wondered if we could talk about, which is the flow sure. calculator. Yeah. I'm, I'm all overflow. Oh, right. I'm all about the flow. Hello, overflow. <laughs> So good. So reflecting on, I have some of them printed out. So reflecting on our pace and flow. And so I think this kind of goes to our conversation right now, which is um, moving so quickly, trying to get work done. And so considering pace is one of the elements to this formula for TGI today. Let's talk about this calculator, this pace. Yeah, and, and it, flow is, it is so important. And I think so many of us feel like we're drowning right? You think about our days, we go, 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 go. Like I often refer to it, as you said, as a treadmill, feel like you're on a treadmill throughout the day. And this, it keeps speeding up more time keeps being added. The pace keeps increasing. And sometimes it feels like it's not really going anywhere. It's just this, this cycle of being everything to everybody and trying to get everything done that we don't actually have time to even think about what the heck we want in our lives because we're so busy doing. Well, and, and I, I, I love, I love the image, Brienne, sorry to interrupt. I love the image uh-huh. of the water too, around flow. Like sometimes yeah. I feel like I'm being just put, like it's just gushed, <laughs> like I'm just swept up in the, right. And so having the, the curiosity to wonder, is this the river, the flow, is this the waterfall yeah. that I should even be in? Cause I'm just swept up in the, everything of life. <laughs> yes. Yes. So in the book, we talk about the TGI today river. Okay. So the yes. way that sort of works is when we're doing something that's aligned with ourselves, when it lifts us up, when it's helping us grow, we're flowing with the current of the river. Yes. When we're doing activities in our life that are draining our energy, that are exhausting, that are maybe around toxic people or things that just aren't aligned with who we are, we feel like we're swimming upstream. So against the current of a river. So if we want to obtain a more ideal pace in our life, which I know many of us do, we need to take a hard look at those different things in our life, the with the flow things that we're doing and the against the flow things that we're doing in our life. And we need to start asking ourselves some some hard questions. Uh, We need to take the time because if we're constantly running and going, and we don't actually take time to understand who we are, what we want, then how can we make different choices about how we spend our time? So that is the magic piece here that kind of unlocks everything is taking those bite-sized chunks of time to understand who the heck you are. And through that, it's making hard choices to start making more with the flow activities in your day. This was the calculator. This was... um... It was so, it was so healthy. It was so fantastic to do. Um, And so really this flow calculator on the left-hand side, it was, what am I doing that's enriching? So that gives me energy that makes me feel alive, makes me feel joyful. Gosh, I could get emotional again. I'm getting all choked up, but it feeds my soul. It makes me feel recharged. It's aligned with my values. So I really did go through and make a list of the things in my week and in my life that that are um, evident and also rare, like Brienne, like I took time to wonder, it's part of my values. It's part of, uh, uh, it's so important to me, yet it's not in my life. Like it's not, it's not, um, it's not showing up. And so 
gosh, I'm getting emotional. But it showed up in my flow calculator, like, wow, it's so important to me, yet hmm, I haven't really dedicated time to it lately. Yeah, yeah. And that's another important piece is to look at the time percentage, right, of how much time you're spending on each of the things. So you might have an equal number of things and you're with the flow and against the flow category, but you also need to look at how much time you're spending on those things, like you're saying, right? Because if it's very little to none, then again, you need to make a choice to shift right. that. Right. Because on the other side, I had all these other things that are taking away my energy, that are draining me, that feel wrong, that are really grinding, not aligned. They're tiring, <clears throat> making me feel like uh, this time that I'm doing this feels like an eternity. So then I had a list on that side um, going against the flow. And it was really eye-opening to wonder, so I'm investing time I'm using my week um, and I feel like these are should do's, um, they're obligations, um, they're grinding, yet I had these other things on this side that are really important to me. And so it, it, it was quite an exercise to go through and wonder, wow, why am I putting this in my life? Is this really important? Is this, why am I going against the flow when I have other things that are really important to me? Um, teenagers who, for example, you know, drive me crazy, but Brian, like I want to invest, like I want that is in my flow. I want to be um, active and in their life. And even though some days, you know, they, they could drive me crazy, but um, <laughs> they're, they're on the side of enriching myself and us as a family. Yet that was a very small amount of time versus this other, other side that was taking away from my energy and was feeling hard. And yeah. Yeah, you bring up such a good point around the shoulds and the obligations. Mm -hmm. I think so often, because we feel like we have to be everything to everybody as women, we have so many shoulds and obligations on our list. And when we start taking a hard look at that, it is truly eye-opening. Um, but we need to take the next step after that and start making a different choice. Start saying no to some of those obligations or some of those shoulds. And when we do that, new opportunities will open up new amazing things will flow into our life that we never thought possible all because we used our power of choice and said no that's not for me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's a real awakening or an awareness like there you know maybe we're doing it i want to say unconsciously but it's almost habitually we're you know it's the tgi friday like let's just get through to friday um, but maybe if we pause, go through this book, reflect, answer the questions, gosh, honestly, um, I'd really challenge you, you and you, the listeners to go through the book and, and answer it honestly. There's, you know, you can quickly answer it with surface, but if you're genuinely thinking about what are the activities um, that I should do more of that light me up, that make me feel joyous, that make me feel aligned to my values, that want me to live a fulfilled life, all those things. Um, then there starts to be this awakening or this awareness that, wow, it seems like I'm spending more time here. Uh, there's more things that I'm filling up on, on the, on the other side of the calculator. And that didn't, that didn't make me feel good. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Every time I go through this, new things come up for me. And you talked about habits. So we do also look at the underlying reasons about the choices we're making. And there's really three factors there. So it's fear, it's ego, and it's habit. So often we continue making choices 
based on one of those underlying factors. So maybe we have fear of making a different choice. Maybe we we're fearful of what others might think or fearful of, you know, not being able to provide for our family if we leave our jobs. Um, maybe there's ego that's underlying, right? Like, oh, I need to be able to have that big title or make that big paycheck or be a leader of that community organization because of what people will think. That's another big one that can sometimes drive what we're choosing. And then as you mentioned, habit. Sometimes we just have these habitual things that we do. We don't even know we're doing them until we take a really hard look at it. So the book guides you through each of those. It goes pretty deep and helps you kind of determine why are you making the choices that you're making and how can you start to shift things to improve your pace? That's the power of choice. Power of choice, baby. <laughs> it's so it's so wonderful. And we will put the link to your book in our show notes. Um, I'm strongly recommending what a great read, what a great guide. I think I would put a challenge out to all our listeners to get this book and, and book some time that this would be you know, an element of, of self-care, just the self-reflection, the awareness, so that we can choose to connect with our purpose, our vision, our values, and really make the power of choice to be clear on, you know, how we want to live our life and how we want to live today more joyous, not in the past or feel fearful for the future. Anything else from the book that you think, um, we should share before we end the podcast episode? I think the one thing I would also mention is around purpose. So purpose is a big part of the TGI Today formula. And I think sometimes when we hear that word, mm-hmm. we get nervous. We're like, yeah, let's talk about like that. Really big word with a lot of pressure around it. And I yes. wanted to mention today that purpose doesn't need to be huge. It doesn't need to be some big grand thing, you know, summoning a mountain. It doesn't need to be quitting your job tomorrow and moving to Nepal and meditating every day or starting a charity. It can be found in the small moments, right? Those moments where we find joy, where we feel most ourselves. Those are signs that we're in a purpose moment when we're feeling like ourselves, when time stands still. So tuning in and paying attention to those things is really, really important. And in the book, I guide you through these breadcrumb activities because I believe purpose is, is all around us. It's in us. We actually know it deep down, but sometimes we're a little afraid to tune into it because we might have to make a difficult choice to do something different. So I really, really encourage you to just tune in to those things that are around you, to those signs, to those inner voices, to really quiet yourself because that inner voice is guiding you in the direction of your purpose. So great. Yes. Thank you for pausing us on that. That's so great because it's true. The inclination of many is, wow, like, yeah, I don't have the purpose. I don't have a great big purpose to, you know, be the CEO or be the Dalai Lama or (laughs) yeah, like you said, conquer a mountain. It's true. Like I, and, and this, and this was our, when we built the overflow, we were really thinking about how women and men, but it's often women that I'm talking to as leaders that, that they each have their own awesomeness, their own um, sense of accomplishment or sense of achievement. So for someone, it's getting their master's. For someone, it is um, traveling and seeing the world. For someone else, it's being a great mom. For someone else, and that's and that's I think what you're getting at. So 
yeah, the purpose doesn't have to be this grand, you know, great big title. It could just be appreciating that today is today and, and what is awesome in your life and how are you here kind of to be, um, to be awesome, to live your best life, whatever that is for you. Yeah, Not necessarily what society says. A hundred percent, Kim. And I think the other piece too, is that to not get too attached to it because purpose evolves as we go through life, as we grow, as we evolve as human beings, it's going to shift. If you had have asked me five years ago, if I would be an author of a book, I would have said, heck no, I don't even know what you're talking about. That sounds crazy. But when we start leaning into these smaller purpose moments where we feel ourselves, where we feel moments of joy, doors will open and doors that you never thought were possible will open. Mm, That's, that's, that's juicy. Yeah, we're going to need to think about this. So this purpose is evolving because again, the thinking, if I was to, if I were to make a, um, a generalized, you know, assumption that people think, yeah, the purpose is the end destination. That's right. It's not the end destination. Your purpose in life is truly to find happiness, to, to enjoy life. Right. So when we follow those things unfold in a really beautiful way. Mm, Thank you for that. That's the nugget. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you for that. I I'm thinking about that. I'm writing it down. I'm I'm thinking about that in my head. (laughs) Thank you so much. Before we end, I wondered, so we talked about this last time, but is there a book or a podcast, anything that you would recommend um, something that that's interested you lately that you would pass on? Oh yeah, always. Right. Um, there's a couple, so a podcast, I mean, who is not loving the Glennon Doyle, we can do hard things podcast right now. I mean, I think her and Abby just bring so much authenticity to the table. They're so real and they really encourage us other women to be real, to be ourselves and be unapologetic about it. And I think it's a really beautiful thing that the timing is perfect. Mm -hmm. It really is. Mm -hmm. And then in terms of a book, of course, I've got my list of favorites, Power of Now, all of those ones. But right now I'm I'm diving into a new one called Passion to Purpose. And it's actually by a fellow Canadian author named Amy McLaren. And she's the founder of Village Impact. So I'm just diving into this and I'm super excited about it because as I'm reading the pages, I can really see myself reflected in her words. And the concepts are so aligned with claiming your TGI today that it's, it's just a beautiful story about her journey to purpose. Mm-hmm. And I really encourage everybody to grab a copy of that. Oh, that's great. And more thinking about purpose, about the evolution of, and that it could be today yeah. rather than a big um, end goal. That's, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. When you reflect on the TGI today, if you had have had TGI today, if you could go back to your 21, 21 year old self or to a young woman today, what advice would you have for her? I think for me, the theme lately is all about trust, trust the journey. I think there's again, so much pressure put on us in life as a young teenager to know exactly what they're going to do for the rest of their life, to make a decision on their university and feel Mm -hmm. like that's Mm going to be what they're going to do forever. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be. 
trust that each step will unfold and reveal the next thing and that you don't have to have all the answers today. I mean, I've been in the, the working world for 18 years after university now, and I've probably had 12 or 13 different jobs. You do not have to pick one thing and do it forever. Try one thing, dip your toe in, and the next thing will show up and just trust that it will. That's beautiful. Trust that it will. And also, I would say, live for today. Because, yes. yeah, what, what is going to be next? I'm not sure. So dip your toe in, roll your sleeves up, get to work, but also take time to take care of yourself and evaluate. Yeah, am I loving this? What's my next, what's my next best step? That's right. And mm-hmm. have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yes, have a little bit of fun. Exactly. Awesome. How are you living in your overflow these days? Lately, I've been trying to look at the word celebrate a lot. I have one of those little stones with the word written on it. And I think, again, because we live on this treadmill, we don't take time to celebrate the small moments and the big moments in our, in our life because we set our eyes on the next goal. Okay, we're high achievers. We want to get to the next thing. And as my book is, is coming up very soon on March 1st, I'm looking at how do I celebrate this moment? This has been three and a half year journey. I need to be in the moment with that. And it's caused me to reflect that it's not just big moments like that, like a book or getting a new job or, you know, starting a family, whatever it might be. It's also small things. Yes. So for me, it's every single opportunity, like an opportunity to be with you here today, Kimberly, or a review that I get on the book or an Instagram message about how the book has changed someone's life. Like savoring those small things is so important. And so for me, that's something that I'm, I'm working on celebrating. Oh, well, I I was saying earlier that we had a chance to go to Mexico as a family um, and not just the four of us, there were 54 family members that met for this family reunion. And it just occurred to me um, this week when I was sharing with somebody, I was saying, yeah, it was warm. Um, We're in Ontario. So we are doing a lot of shoveling of the snow. Uh, The kids are all uh, bundled up and so there's a lot of uh, snowstorms and the, the kids are loving it, but we had a chance to go to Mexico, which was warm and um, luxurious. People were, you know, bringing us drinks and taking care of us for all our meals. But because there was 54 family members, it really felt like an eight day celebration. It really did. Like, and I thought, you know, through all the pandemic, I don't know that we have really had that headspace to celebrate like maybe there was, you know, moments where we celebrated, but even some of the holidays were, uh, they had this wet blanket on them that, you know, be careful because of the, the pandemic or because of COVID. And so there was always this extra load of, of fear. And so eight days in Mexico with 54 people around us and uh, anywhere from a four month old to the grandparents, like all sorts of generations. It was really eight days worth of, of celebrating, like celebrating life, celebrating each other. And so I totally honor that, like taking a moment to celebrate the tiny little things like the warm breeze, um, but also just celebrating that we're alive to be here, to have this time together. So seems so simple. And yet we haven't really taken the time to appreciate or celebrate. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. It's usually those simple things that make all the difference. It really is. And wouldn't that change our, thank God it's today. Sure would. (laughs) Attitude, right? Like if we really were celebrating a little bit more, we would, we would celebrate and cherish 
that today is today rather than kind of unaware, unconsciously going through all the the habits and um, all the, all the choices we make because we're just, you know, in, in the, on the treadmill rather than being in our, our own flow. So thank you for this book. You are very welcome. I'm a big fan and I think all my friends are going to get a copy of this. And I have a few um, leaders too, that I think we're going to start to promote um, TGI today. So I think you're exactly right. We can be promoting it in people's personal life and in their professional life in, in corporations, in business, as well as, um, you know, for uh, us as, as an, as an individual, like on a personal note. So thank you for the book. I'm going to promote and make sure everybody has the link to get the book in our show notes. Thank you for um, meeting with us today and much success on the, on the book launch. Thank you. I hope this podcast feels like a guide in your ear, encouraging a shift in your mindset boldly challenging you to stretch self-care goals and continue to strive and achieve big accomplishments in life because you're not here to be average. You're here to be awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Overflow. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any comments, ideas, or feedback, you can find me on my website, peoplebrain.ca. Thanks so much for listening.